This is Mind Booster Podcast. In times like these, we need a mind booster. Today, let's join Keith Osborne, my husband, a prolific Bible teacher for over 25 years, expounding on mind-boosting words of truth from the scriptures. There are so many people today trying to find themselves, searching for significance. Keith Osborne, our teacher, has created the following saying. Number one, I know who I am. I am a child of God. Number two, I exist to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Number three, I know where I will go when I die. When I die, I will live forever in heaven with Jesus Christ, my Savior. Reader, Joshua chapter 1, 1 to 4. You can see the assignment been clearly mapped out to Joshua, right? God gave him an assignment, which really is a tough one. Yes. Because remember, they are the, the, the bank of the Jordan River, looking over into the promised land. Now I want to point out a couple of things to show you why this should scare the daylight out of Joshua from a human standpoint. Remember, number one, he's giving him control of all these people. No, we're not talking about a hundred people. We're talking about approximately two million people. Okay? Oh, yes. two million people. That's, 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 that's a lot. Okay? Yes, it and is. Number two, and number two, he didn't just get employed in which he just came on the scene. He'd been there way back when they were leave, leaving Israel, e- Egypt, right? Right. Right. Okay. The first time we saw Joshua <clears throat> was when uh, the people of Israel was leaving and there were some stragglers in the back. And the Amalekite attacked those in the back. Right. And of course, Moses called Joshua and a couple others to organize a band of fighters to fight off the Amalekite. That's the first time he saw Joshua. So clearly, Joshua was known in in in, in Egypt, probably part of uh, a military force or so, because Josh, Moses called on him to form the band of fighters to lead them to go fight off the Amalekite. And you remember this whole thing where Moses said, I'm going to go up on the mountain and pray. So in time Moses raised his hand up in prayer, who was winning? Remember the story? Joshua's army. Joshua's army. Yes, yes. They were winning. When he had to get tired and he lowered, they were losing. Yeah. They start losing. Yes. So that was what that's all about. That's the first time we saw Joshua. So just remember now, Joshua been there all the time. And he has, he, he has been, uh, in fact, you didn't know, he has been having Bible study with God every day in case you didn't know that too. Oh yes, Joshua. You remember, you know, I think it, uh, it's in Genesis 33 time frame. They said Moses typically would go outside the camp and he would go to a tent. Of course, God set up outside the camp because the people of Israel initially had done this golden calf worship and he decided to stay outside the camp so that he not tempted to destroy them. Well, Moses usually go outside the camp and have Bible started with, with God. Yes, inside the camp because the time they see Moses going out there, they will stand up and Moses will be there for a long time talking to God. 
But then they said Joshua would be in there too. Yes. And then he said Moses would leave the camp, leave the tent, and left Joshua in the tent. <laughs> so it seemed to, they said it was a practice every day for Moses to go outside the camp and go have fellowship with God. Guess what? The writer shows that Joshua also, now when he left at that one moment, when the writer told us that Moses left, he said Joshua was still in there. And apparently Joshua was in there for a long time. So my question is, what was Joshua talking about to God? So you clearly see the point here. Joshua was in really good fellowship with God all this time throughout his 40-year trek. Yes! So, he's ready now. But at the same time, he must be a little bit nervous because, number one, these people gave Moses a hard time and he's going to be in charge of them now. Number two, he looked across the Jordan River and he realized that the Jordan River is at its peak. There's no way to cross over it right now. But God just told him to move forward to go cross over. Now, if you and you or me are like Joshua, you know, like thinking that, well, uh, I'm going to cross that river. <laughs> that was what facing Joshua from a natural standpoint. So he has a tough job. But guess what? I love what God always do when he gives us an assignment. He always follow it up with additional things to let us know that I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to see you through. Okay. Yes. Reader, verse 5. Joshua 1, verse 5. This is what God told him. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with you, Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Ooh, man. And just jump down to verse 9. He keep repeating himself. Because he wants Joshua to get there. Look at the verse 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Now, you talking about protection. You want any more protection than that? Hmm. No. Because remember, we're going over. There's our soldiers, Canaanite soldiers. And I mean, you have giants over there too. Hmm. <laughs> but you see, yeah, oh yeah. Remember, you're not going over there and tell these people, well, God said, you know, I need to take the house. And therefore they said, okay, all right. Um, uh, can you give me two days to move out? <laughs> no, 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 it's not going to work like that. They're going to possess those houses. And it, they're going to possess it. They're going to fight for it because if you come and tell me that God said, I, uh, you know, I need to move out of the house and you're going to take it over. I don't know what you're talking about, but you have to take it over my dead body. Well, that's the stance and attitude of those people. So Joshua know that He's going to be doing a whole lot of fighting. But God just told him that, Joshua, don't worry. You see, I'll be with you. And what you want to know, and I keep reminding people, you and God is a majority. It doesn't matter. 
You have the great one on your side. You have everything on your side. So in addition to assignment, he gave Joshua protection. And he told him, wherever he goes, his feet, his foot, it, it's going to be succeeding. He said, no one, no one, doesn't matter what you are, no giant. Oh, by the way, you had Goliath family was living there too. Remember Goliath, David, remember that yes. big old yes. mass of humanity? Mm-hmm. Yes. He had the family over there too. But Joshua not afraid. So God just told him that, I'll be with you. And you're going to see the family, but no, don't worry. None will be able to stand against you. But there's a catch here. You see, he had to follow God's direction. Continue, Sister Gail, with six. Okay. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to your forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law. My servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. That you may move successful wherever you go. Ah, hear the condition? Yes. Ah! That's a catch right there. Yes, it is. God, God, God told him protection and all that. Giving direction in terms of what he want to go achieve. But he said, hey, you got, you got, you got to be glued to the Bible. Because you see, that's where your strength and everything come from. You oh, see, all yes. the promises I'm giving you, you know, because we live in promises, don't we? Yes. Yeah, we live in promises, not explanation. We live in oh, promises. Yes. And the same thing, God is, so God not asking us to do what we're not already doing. But he's telling you that, uh, he gave him direction. He said, hey, you need to stick to this book. What mm-hmm. Moses had prepared. And of course, the book consists of like, uh, I think the De- Deuteronomy record that Moses had put together, uh, to that point with all the instructions that leaders and people should follow. He said, mm-hmm. That's my word. So just imagine it's time like this now. He's talking about the Bible. Yeah. He said, stick to the Bible. He said, uh uh-uh. uh. He said, don't, 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 don't. He said, you gotta read this every day. Because this is my word. When you obey it, not just knowing about it, also doing it. Because yes. that's what bring you blessing and success. When yes. you do the word of God. We're talking about, yeah. So, but then, I love what God do. He always warn us. Told us the the warning, dear Sister Gail. Seven. Okay. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant, all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the left or to, I mean, to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in it. Then 
you will be prosperous and successful. Arrest my case. No, no, no. Stay right there. Arrest my case. You see, see the path to success? Yes. You know what to say? I said, don't deviate from my word. Right. Now we, we, we have a problem with that. Because you ever hear people say, well, I know what the scripture said, but when you hear that, but, uh oh, <laughs> you ever hear people say that? I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Saying. Yeah. They said, I know what the scripture said. That, that, like, let's say you, uh, you, you, you really, um, violate someone in, in terms of, you know, you, 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 um, uh, let's say hurt somebody. And God said, you need to reconcile. You need to reconcile. Well, uh, you know, Lord, we don't have anything in common, you know, so I really don't need to be friend with that person. God said, no, you need to reconcile. Um, and we coming up with various different reasons. No, 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 no. That's exactly what he's telling Joshua. He said, Joshua, don't deviate from my word. It's, it's yes and go do it. Yes, it's not yes, but. No but here. Do it. You may not like what God said, but his word is very clear, especially in particular situation when he's speaking to you. Go do it. Yes. And I know that comes that more harder when it comes to human relationship, especially yes, in the body. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. He said no buts. And of course, we have read in the past where we saw where he gave King Saul specific instruction as what to do. And King Saul altered that instruction and did what he wanted to do. And the point that I try to stress is that once you and I have come into a relationship with Jesus Christ and have acknowledged him as Lord and Savior and Sovereign, who is the one in control, you and I no longer live life on our terms. You hear that? Yes. Life is not lived on our terms anymore. That means you and I are not in charge because at that moment in time when you said, I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, it means that I have relinquished my control over my life and everything that make me up. I relinquish that control. So therefore, when you and I will, in a twisted way, Begin to say, well, I know what the scripture says, but it means that you have decided to live life on your terms. No, it doesn't work that way. Life must be lived on the terms of the individual that you have committed yourself to be, that you call Lord. That means you're the servant and you do what the Lord commands you. So in a way, he's telling Joshua, Joshua, I need you to understand I am in charge. You are second in charge. And I think Joshua knew that. And Joshua clearly demonstrated that because remember the night when Joshua went on reconnaissance in looking at Jericho and as a commander thinking through the plan in his mind, he saw a man dressed in battle gear and he said, who goes there? And yes. the man responded and said, remember what the man responded? <laughs> and he said, he said, and then Joshua said to him, are you for us, for us or against us? The man said, neither. 
um, captain of the Lord's host. And at that moment, Joshua recognized that that was the great one. And Joshua took a posture which was natural. Joshua immediately sunk to his knee because he recognized that, oops, here is the commander. I am just second in command. The great one told him that, uh-uh, he's not there to be on their side. He said, captain of the Lord's army, which means he is the captain of all of heaven's army and all of earth's army too. So though he was the commander that is Joshua, he realized that, oops, I am just second in command. So that's what I mean. We should know that we are second in command. And God said, don't deviate from my word. But, and then he promised success. Now let me say quickly about this success and prosperity. I know in time we mention prosperity in the Bible, we always thinking about dollars and money and properties. That's not what the Bible talks about when it talks about prosperity. Okay. And success. Success, when the Bible talks about God will make you successful, it's not to make money. Again, I told you, Look at the bigger picture, and it's not about you, per se. Success in God's eyes is you successfully following the direction and all that God has given you in accomplishing his work, including his power. That's success. So he's telling Joshua, Joshua, if you follow my direction, if you keep my promises, and let them be the one that inspired you, regardless of how big the job looked. I gave you my promises. And you know, I never go back on my promises. You trust me. You follow my word and do what it says. In other words, all my direction I give you. If you follow that, then whatever is achieved, that's success in achieving my goal. So again, Success doesn't mean you and I getting rich. And no, no, no. And prosperity does not mean that either. Because the root word of that prosperity is to push out, to push on. That's really what it means, to push on. That means keep moving to achieve the goal. So that's what he promised Joshua. So in your life and my life, if we want success, we need to figure out, okay, what God wants me to do. And how does he want me to pull it off? And you follow his direction. Then whatever you achieve, that's success in God's eyes. This concludes today's Mind Booster podcast episode on spiritual discipline. Go to PrayTube.net to join us today. You can download the complete series and receive free life-changing guidelines for living. A successful Christian recognizes that we are on a battleship, not a love boat. God bless you.